This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. NatureBox ships great-tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with healthy, delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support this podcast by ordering a free NatureBox sampler box at naturebox.com slash allison. That's right. Free NatureBox snacks are found at naturebox.com slash allison. In 72 hours, you could have $35,000 to cover your needs. What would you do? Pay off high-rate credit cards, start a business, do that home improvement project? would start a small business. With our sponsor, Prosper, it's never been easier. Go online, answer a few questions, and see your low fixed rate in seconds. Your money hits your account in as few as three days. Prosper is the fastest growing peer-to-peer lender, and they've facilitated over $1 billion in loans to people like you. Their revolutionary platform connects people looking to borrow money with those who have money to invest. There's no outrageous fees, no raising interest rates, and you'll never set foot in a bank. Just go to prosper.com slash best friend to check your rate instantly without affecting your credit score. For a limited time, Prosper is offering Allison Rosen is your new best friend listeners, a $50 Visa prepaid gift card when you get a loan. Go to prosper.com slash best friend. Up to $35,000 in just three days and a $50 gift card. Go to prosper.com slash best friend. Gift card is issued by Center State Bank of Florida, pursuant to license from Visa USA, Inc. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hello, my little sourdough bread bowls. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. Gary's here. What up? Matt's here. I'm here physically and mentally. Chris is here. Hi, boo. Jenna's here. Hello. And Kaylin is here. Hello. And I feel like I have a bubble in my throat. You know that weird feeling? Uh, I feel like I can hear when people have that, and I don't hear it. Yeah, it's not an audible one. Um, It is weird when you can hear when someone else has one. Is a bubble in the throat the same thing as a lump in the throat? No. Okay. No, a lump in the throat, that's an emotional thing that sometimes feels like it's in your throat. A bubble in your throat is one of those or something like that. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I I faked that. Yeah. That was was phony. (laughs) This is a little bit of my verbal gymnastics. Wouldn't that that be crazy if that's like. What your voice slipped into <laughs> randomly. Yeah, like, that'd be super <laughs> real. <laughs> all right, so lots to talk about involving all of us. But first, Kalen is the one who came up with the carb. Well, he this was what his contribution to the carb was. How about sourdough bread? <laughs> there was a really long pause. And then he said he'd been eating a lot of it. And I was like, well, that let's let's find out what's behind that. What's up with your sourdough consumption? Well, now that I have been working more at the studio, I thought to bring in lunch rather than spend it all day, you know, going out places. And uh, that's what I make, sourdough bread with um, <laughs> turkey and mayonnaise. That's it. Is that your favorite bread? Oh, yeah. That's there the- was still a long, a long pause between sourdough and bread, <laughs> even in the story. Like, what does your brain want to say right after sourdough? <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> now, I, right. be, I don't want to be a one-upper here, but Kalen, I, I mean, I want to take full credit for this, but I believe you took inspiration because I was bringing sourdough bread in for my sandwiches, and then you were like, oh, I got to get me some sourdough. That's right. I had forgotten how, how much I enjoyed it until I yes. watched you really enjoying it. I was like, all right, I need to get me some of that. I've been off sourdough of... Bread, sourdough bread. Sourdough used that's to be... One. If we were to rank bread? Yep. Uh-oh. It used to be one of my favorites, Uh-oh. and then I... That uh is right, because that's what's coming up. <laughs> and then I got off of it, and I've been off of it for a while, but this is making me think maybe I need to look it up again. Why'd you leave? I don't know. Now I'm a wheat. Like, if I'm ordering toast on the side. Oh, but that's I not would, for flavor, then. I would get wheat. Well, it's. You didn't leave it for flavor. You left for health reasons. Yes, that's right. I left yeah. for health reasons. But then I think I had it again, and I was like, you know, it's overrated. <sighs> nope. I'm so I've. It's a nope. dagger in the heart of a lot of people. <laughs> no, in this just, wrong. You're right, wrong. Let's just, let's just go around. Rank your breads. Hmm. Well, I guess I should start, although I'm going to be I'm, – I'm already stalling because I'm trying to think of some other ones to list here. I don't want to miss one. But so you cut in to say you should start and then to say that you don't <laughs> know even stalling. though it looks like Gary knew. Oh, Gary's ready to go. Locked and loaded. I mean, sourdough has to be right at the top. 
We're right. not in, we're not including like banana bread. No, no, banana and zucchini are their own special. Yes, thing. Okay. yeah, yeah. And sour bread. Sour um, bread. I assume by that logic that uh, French toast also does not get to qualify. Well, what what but bread then? We bread? should let's should we. Like, are we getting obnoxious with our breads, or are we just going from, like, the, the staples? White wait, wait, wait. Get, get obnoxious for right. a second. I yeah, want to know. Let's see where mine. that goes when you get obnoxious. Oh, pretzel bread. Pumpernickel. <gasps> Pumpernickel's not obnoxious. Haven't we, hasn't pumpernickel been a topic on this show? The fact that you never see pumpernickel but, anymore? Yeah, and what is it's it? nasty. It's yeah, like, what is it? <laughs> we have talked about pumpernickel. <laughs> it's, it has the flavor of rye bread, apparently. Do you like it? I, you know, I haven't had it in a very long time. I don't really know. But I, I would say, uh... I mean, I don't know if I can really do this because certain breads rank higher in certain situations. Yeah, see, oh, he's just stalling too. He didn't right, okay. oh, no. I think I'm sourdough, right. Sourdough is is up there. I like rye in certain certain applications, but between white and wheat, I'll go white every time. All right, great. You great never, you never you. accept my white bread. I offer white bread to you guys every day. Nobody ever wants That's it. That's right. Chris, has Chris ever offered you white bread before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is this? What are the circumstances at Corolla under... Digital Studios? I, I was here he for a little bit today. I didn't see any bread. Nobody wants my white bread. Chris, what? Are you taking it off your sandwich and offering it to them? What's going on? Or do no, you have a loaf? There's no sandwich involved. He's <laughs> just yeah. a loaf of bread and That's offers the it to thing. people. Like, yeah, it's a slice of bread. He's been carbo-loading... Ever since they were warming up for the uh, that bean beanbag game you guys like to play, cornhole, cornhole. There you go. I can't ever remember that shit. But ever since then, Chris has had a loaf of bread with him. I, I don't know what he puts <laughs> on it. Is this true? It's absolutely <laughs> true. It, it, it's it's kind of true. What happened was Jeff, who works here, he uh, had an extra loaf of bread, and he said, "I don't want this. Do you want it?" And I said, "Of course I want it." So <laughs> I've been eating it at work. In my entire working history, I've never brought a loaf of bread to work. No. I've been but carrying it around with me. In the fact that there's so much bread here, where does everyone keep their bread? In their office? It was in my office. <laughs> well, because there's nowhere out there to keep bread, really. Chris's office is like a small kitchen. <laughs> We've already discussed the banana hook that's yeah. also there. At any given time, there will be several Tupperware containers. Thinking uh, of getting a hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> He's got room for it. You've got a pretty big office. Pretty lush. Yeah. All right. Every, everyone just give your top three breads. Okay. Of, stra- of the straightforward breads. Of the straightforward yeah. breads. If you want to get highfalutin, we can add that at the All end. All right. If we're going to just do straightforward, I have to do sourdough first. I mean, challah or egg bread, <laughs> if you will, would <laughs> oh, be that second. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that growing up, I never really liked rye. But I would say even in the last year or two years, I have found a special place for it. Because it's a strange flavor. I wasn't used to such flavorful bread. But I would put rye at number three. All right. Chris? I like uh, sourdough's number one. Um, and then every other bread is tied. I, I like all other breads equally. Now, does sourdough toast count? I mean, That's do you- part of why oh, yeah. sourdough yeah. bread's so you like good. Oh, yeah. The crack of the crust I know, of the when loaf when you break when it, it and it's warm. Oh, man. Yeah. If you go to a restaurant and they get, you know, you get the free bread that you fill yourself up on uh, before your meal. Um, yeah, if, they, if it's sourdough, oh man, it's a good, it's some good eating. So. Jenna, this is making me so hungry. <laughs> um, I like. Mm, well, you said pretzel bread, and now I'm, that's all I'm thinking about. So that might be one of my all-time favorites. But if I had to just kind of basic, I you, I grew up choosing wheat over white because my mom told me that was the appropriate healthy choice but I do think I like white better <laughs> and sourdough I have not had enough exposure to if I'm being perfectly honest so it's not a, it's not my number one was there no sourdough in your Momo house? In my Momo house? Yeah, I guess. We didn't eat a lot Momo of bread growing up. Yeah, that's, that's, I, that's her uh, word for it. Momo. <laughs> the Momos. Uh, we didn't eat a lot of bread because I grew up overseas and we ate a lot of rice. And so uh, we didn't have a lot of bread around the house growing up. Ooh, white or brown rice? White. Yeah. Okay. I, um, for some reason, I still, I think if I were to eat toast right now, which is the way I normally eat, because I don't, normally I don't eat bread except for when I break down and I eat like, <laughs> a whole bread basket before dinner or something. Mm. Um, like, I don't eat sandwiches a lot. So I... See, now I'm thinking, like, white toast with butter on it. Maybe I would enjoy that more than wheat toast. I just don't have the taste for sourdough right now, although I know that I did like it for a really long time. 
just make yourself like a grilled ham and cheese or a grilled cheese sandwich on sourdough. On sourdough. Oh, yeah. There's no other bread that you can do. need to do, do the to- uh, I mean the sandwich. Just do some toast with with a you know light spreading of butter. All right, maybe I will. My roommates when I lived in Costa Mesa used to buy potato bread, which is oh, it's so good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of like that's the a very egg bread thing, thing of oh really mm-hmm. potato bread. I'd mm-hmm. never even heard of that. It's amazing what you can make bread with. I think sourdough. You it come, There's like a mother dough that all sourdough comes from. Like it's and it just it's constantly. Is it kept growing. in a safe somewhes I think so because I'm worried. Like, like a, what if the mother dough is all used up? That will then. No, you no can more. create more. You make it and then you keep it in your house. So like a lot of women who bake a lot, they'll have like a little jar in the corner in their kitchen, and that's like their sourdough starter or something like that. It must really smell. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, pleasant. Yeah. But if it's a bread basket, still stuck on the bread. I like, like my my dream bread basket. Well, would be the one that they have at Mastro's because they have pretzel. They have all different kinds of things. Mm. Like That's a, the best one. Yeah, it's like That's a horn of plenty suitable. of bread. Yeah. Um, but really soft. Hot, smushy bread where when you put the butter on it, it melts. Like, that's okay. what I'm into. As opposed yeah. to like har- a yep. hard roll. Like, okay, recently. So, Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Yep. All right. And then. Bread of bread. But see, I go, I go backwards there because what's everyone's favorite color? The bread? brown one. Yeah. Squaw the brown bread. one. It's the squaw. Unbelievable. Yes. It's clearly. It's kind of sweet. Superior. That yeah. stuff's really, really good. I almost included that. Insanely good. Instead of rye. Such a problem. Yeah. That was almost my number three, but you guys said no fancy bread. It was a little fancy. I know. I'm sorry. We're changing. <laughs> yeah. Now, Chris, you used to work at Macaroni Grill. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. They serve like a it's like hard. A focaccia. Focaccia. Yeah. Focaccia. And I, that's yeah, a little too hard for my – I'm not super too. into that. It's just all it is for me is like oily crust with like not a lot of spongy inside. It's, mm. it's rosemary too. There's rosemary oh. in it. It's real good. I, th- I like I it with it. the olive oil. Yeah, yeah little, that oil, it's more about like vinegar. yeah, like the tapenade. Like that's that's what that's for. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I, when they pour the olive oil for you, I'm that person who's like I would rather have butter. <laughs> wait, wait, just ask for a side of butter. I, sometimes oh. I do, and then I feel I feel uh, decloisé. All right, so we spent the first ten minutes talking about bread. It's mm. going to be an amazing I'm show. Right? That was, was the appetizer stuff? of the episode. That's right. <laughs> Lots of other stuff to get to, but let's talk about Jenna's news. Okay. Well, you guys, AFV, that was just amazing. All of your amazing tweets, just I felt so loved, and the show has done extremely well. And AFV reached out to me. They put it on their Facebook page. They've tweeted it out. And uh, basically, they have reached out to me. They sent me a package that I got on Monday. I would have gotten it sooner, but I was out of town. So I picked it up on Monday, and inside was a vest and a T-shirt and two notes. And the first one was typed, and it was very nice, and it just said they loved the audition and basically said they want to continue the conversation. So I'm going to meet with somebody and meet with someone there and at least go to a taping and then talk about the future and what that means with what I might be able to do for AFE. So cool. exciting is that? Really That's exciting. And then awesome. I got another note from Vin, who's like the executive producer and has been for a million years. And he wrote that he loved the audition and he can't wait to meet me and that they would keep me updated on the progress of their hiring. Isn't that so cool? That's so all you can ask for. like amazing. I, it's, exactly. So yeah. I haven't heard back again, but I emailed and said, thank you so much. I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet. Da, 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 da. Most so, people get zero notes. You got two notes. I got and a two vest. notes and a vest. <laughs> I, I know. So I'm really excited. My next goal is to just kind of get it out there, keep pushing the audition, make sure everybody who sees it can see it, hopefully get it up on some blogs and whatever else. But I couldn't have done any of this without you guys you in here as the podcasters and the fans, and it's just been amazing. amazing. Also, your audition tape was fucking amazing. Really? Thank you. It really was and great. To, to call it an audition tape is like an understatement because when I heard that, I thought, okay, it's going to be Jenna in front of like a green screen or something just saying some lines. But it's a fully produced – like a bit. It's not really a – it's not an audition. It's just like any kind of viral video that you would watch and enjoy and share with your friends. Thank you. That it, We spent a lot of time working on it, and Allison was awesome and did an endorsement, oh, yeah. and a few other people, and the fact just that... Just the likes of me, Larry King, yeah. Ken Jennings, and Asif Monvi. Some crazy... And yeah, and Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Just some celebrities. You know, oh, yeah, and John Hader. That's his name, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, everyone was so nice, and they just worked so well together. And yeah, my friends at Daily Rehash, they're the YouTube channel that we put the video up on. They were extremely helpful and excited about it. So yeah, that yeah, it was really cool. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. And then Kalen and I were sitting in front of his computer today, 
or no, he saw something and pointed it out to me on his computer. Uh, an ad for Meet the Mormons featuring none other than Jenna on the New York Times website. <laughs> Craziness. Blowing up. Blowing up. Things are going it's all happening. well. Yeah, it's been really fun. It's cool. crazy. It's great news. Gonna have to ride those coattails. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should all, we all need to like figure out a show that we want to work for and then we all do that for that person too. <laughs> right? I know. It worked once. That's right. You guys are amazing. Well, it does kind of show that if you really like go out of your way and put a lot of work into something and as opposed to half-assing something and like shooting an email like I think you should consider me you know or like a tweet but really like make a campaign I think people respond to that Mm -hmm. because you weren't like I need money before I do something you know what I mean like this was just pure sort of a labor of love and I don't know I think it's inspiring Thank you. And but what, then in a way a it's depressing because it's like what a lot of work you have to put into something. It is a ton of work and a ton of like stress and anxiety, but all worth it in the end, I think. <laughs> we'll see. I hope they. I hope I get to do something for AFE. It sounds like I have a really good shot. I think it's, yeah, definitely worth mm-hmm. it and promising. And I just think I... I was joking when I said it was depressing. <laughs> I want to go back and say, I do think it's inspiring to to everyone out there who's like, there's no way I can ever, you know, like who might have a dream of something and feel like I don't know how to, I don't know how to make myself known to these people. I don't know how to get my foot in the door. Um, if you, I'm not going to say if you build it, they will come because that's cheesy. But I think that if, <laughs> if you just go out there and, I mean, it's what Adam says. If you go out there and do it and make it and just start, you know, start doing what you want to do then you can get attention that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. So, yep. yay. Mm. All right. Let's talk about what happened to me at therapy today. Uh-oh. <laughs> Taking this in a wildly different direction. Um, okay, so this is the therapist that I mentioned that I'm art. It's like newish therapist that I'm kind of having misgivings about um, because I think I mentioned that on the show, right, that what she had said to me about the way I was mourning versus what Daniel's therapist said to him. So, anyway... <clears throat> So, yeah, I've just been feeling like I don't know if this is the right fit. And today we were talking about stuff. We were actually kind of talking about our our fit, like if this is, is a, a good one or not, um, which I've never had that kind of direct, like, let's talk about this relationship in therapy with my therapist. That's weird. Um, but anyway, she said something about just the sort of erratic nature of our appointments Um have made her as an analyst think, well, what does this mean? And am I someone who has a lot of drama in my life? Like, am I drama? (laughs) And this was like, what? To me, because now, obviously, if I am drama, I would like to take a look in the mirror. But I really don't think I am. Like, I've known myself an awfully long time. And so has everyone else here. And I feel like of all the drama people around, like, I'm very non I have a lot of emotions about things, but I kind of just share them with... That's totally different. Yeah, that's different than being... Like, when I was first hired here, I went out to, to dinner with Lynette. And then Adam knew about it. And he... Not when I was first. It was, like, you know, a few weeks in or whatever. And on air, he's like, Lynette said she had a lovely dinner with you, and she said, you're not crazy. (laughs) And it made me realize, I think when you're a woman in the entertainment industry, there's this question that sort of follows you, which is, she's great on air, but is she nuts? Like, what, you know, is she going to come in here yelling? I think Adam actually said that was the question. Like, you know, great on air, but is she going to come in here and start yelling at everyone or whatever? Um, Because I think that that's just a personality type, let's say, that you see. Uh, but so anyway, I don't think of myself, I don't think I am drama. I don't think of myself as drama. And for her to wonder that about me makes me go, oh, she really doesn't know who I am. And that's been this thing that's been emerging more and more. I think it was naive of me to think that I could walk in there, talk to her for 45 minutes a number of times. And for, but for her to like, I just feel like as a therapist, aren't they supposed to just like be able to read you very quickly and intuit who you are? And it's, I'm. I'm really being sort of slapped in the face with this, like, she doesn't know who I am. And I don't know if that's appropriate for the number of times I've gone, which at this point is probably, like, over five. Um, But I don't know how – maybe let's say eight. Maybe it's closer to five. Or if this really isn't the right fit and – or am I bullshitting myself? Hey, maybe I am drawn. Maybe this is a good question. But I explained to her that I'm actually a pretty, like, steadfast, easygoing – 
dependable person. I work for someone whose schedule changes all the time, which is because I think my therapy has always been usually I like I usually have like a standing, you know, I go on this day of the week or whatever. But in the past, it's always been let's make our next appointment at the end of this appointment. And it's been a little bit flexible. But with her, it's like she wants me to sort of have a standing appointment each week. So sometimes I'll have to email and I'll say, you know, could I do it? Instead of Wednesday, could I come in Monday or could I come in Tuesday? Like, I just – and maybe it's, she doesn't have a lot of patients who are in the entertainment industry. I don't know. But I feel like that's pretty standard for people in our business that we can't always be there at the exact same time each week. And especially with Adam's schedule moving around, like, I've had to move things around. Um, but I guess that to her seems erratic. So I don't know. So I walked out of there just being like, I, uh, I feel weird about this. How important is it for your therapist to know who you are? I'm pretty important. It's up there. I just want – I mean I wonder – It's my wheat bread of breads with therapists. <laughs> I get that after you've been with somebody for a long time that you would expect them to know patterns about you or your own patterns and they can use that to help analyze you. But if you are going to a therapist and the purpose of the therapist, at least initially, is like a sounding board, somebody that you can just share your thoughts with that's not a close personal confidant, I would think it would benefit you to have that person not – know who you are and know your patterns. And if they're going to pick and prod and poke at you and ask you questions that make you sensitive, I don't think that's a bad feature to have in a therapist. Now, if you've been with this person for a really long time and they are starting to ask you questions and you're like, are you even fucking listening to what I'm saying? Then I get that. Like, why don't you know me? But I would think that if I was first starting out with a therapist, I wouldn't expect them to know too much about me and I would that would probably be the reason why I would start seeing them in the first place. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, you're not you, you, a therapist shouldn't be a friend who knows you. Like isn't the therapist supposed to be quote unquote the scientist, like the one who has all this knowledge and you can go ahead and throw whatever emotions and say whatever you want to, but they're the clinical one who's like, well, this is the reality of what the situation is. Yes. So what how what's the relevance of that person knowing you? Well, the it, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, the only thing I, that would make me nervous and maybe, I don't know if this is the situation, is that that maybe they would put a label on you right away instead of just being that sounding board. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm saying, I don't want her to put a label on you of like, oh, she's a dramatic one, so that's how I'm going to see everything right. that she says. Well, and like, because you're not, so that would bother me if I were you. That- a lot of – so I don't – often don't trust my own perceptions. That's like a big a big theme that comes up in therapy. My, me trying to figure out here's what I feel about this thing. Am I looking at it correctly? Um, am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? It, uh, my first instinct with this, was this, but the more I think about it, this. And, you know, I like I'm – I ruminate in a way that um, is, is – is, uh, well, she feels like when – I, when I hear something like that, it's like, you know, it's – I think, is this a defense and how is that serving you? Which actually, that's a fine way of looking at it. But that's just my process is to really, really pick things apart. So um, a lot of it is like I will have – I'll be worried about something. And then she will wonder, why are you doing this to yourself, this worry? And I feel like maybe that's what's necessary. Someone say, well, sort of, okay, let's go back to the Oliver situation where I was going through all these what ifs, you know, and she was like, well, no, that's actually, that's not a good example. Let's, um, okay, let's get, here's a, this is a hypothetical. This is not a true example. Sure. Um, but let's say I was going to go to a party and there was going to be a lot of drugs there. And I was sitting there being pinatas? like, pinatas? Yeah, drug pinatas. Okay, go on. And I had a I history, and I had a history of doing drugs. That part is actually not completely untrue, but I'm saying the situation where I'm afraid to go to a party is a false one. This is a a stand-in for a different kind of situation. Um, So there is something – let's say I'm going to go to a party with drug piñatas. And I have – and I haven't haven't used substances in a super-duper long time, but in the past I did feel like I was bordering on having a problem with that. And so I explained to her that – I felt to- I was super excited to go to this party, but the more I think about it, the more I'm beginning to worry about how excited I am. And what if I'm excited because there's this thing? Like, what if I'm going there to play with fire? And she would basically be like, "Why do you do this to yourself? Why do you feel the need? You feel you said you feel okay about it. Now, why go back and make yourself feel so bad about it? 
which is okay. However, if she knew me and my whole history more, even though I've told her, it's like maybe there's some legitimacy to my being concerned about putting myself in a bad situation. And that gotcha. that's my fear is that she's not taking my fears. And now maybe all my fears and shit are irrational, but maybe there is something that I know about these situations that she's not taking to heart. I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. and that that's my concern is that, but that's kind of my, like, that's my concern about everything in life is like, am I calibrated correctly? Am I, to go back to her, my concern is any legitimate worry I bring up, she's just like, why do you do this to yourself? And mm-hmm. it's like, what if they're actually legitimate worries? Right. Or maybe I'm that person who's like, has a phobia of flying and we work through all of the, you know, we work through it and then I go on a plane and that plane crashes and I survive, but I'd probably be like, I don't know that you're the best therapist because <laughs> I was right to be afraid, you know? It sounds like what she was doing, like calling you drama. I mean, that that's unusual, yeah. but mm-hmm. it, it sounds more like that's just her way of kind of seeing how you would react. Not so much that she's actually calling you that, but she wants to see... Well, I began crying. Just your, kidding. Your reaction. <laughs> like, like, like in basketball, if I'm dribbling up the ball... The, the other team, like the guy's guarding me, like, oh, he's going to pass it. He's going to pass it, everybody. And then so I'm going to shoot it because, you know, because he, like, pissed me off saying that I was going to pass it off. Right. So I shoot it and, I, you know, I probably make it because I'm really good. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, and then so, like, it, it's just like that. Like, they just they'll, – they'll say things to you so you have to react differently and then they yeah, see what you do. Maybe. So yeah, maybe. That's I mean, what it sounds like because it's really unusual for someone just to call you out like that. Um, right. I've never had this kind of – I've never had therapy that involves this. Now, I've – she's she's actually – she's a psychoanalyst, although I'm not doing tr- traditional analysis. It's just like psychoanalytically oriented therapy, um, which I've never – I've never had that form of therapy before exactly. So I don't know if that's why this is different and I don't know if that necessitates this like strict – 45 minutes a week at the exact same time every week. I don't know. But usually when I walk, usually when I walk out of therapy, I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders and I feel so much like I had a massage for my brain. Um, but maybe that's not good. Maybe that's not helping me grow as much. Or maybe she's just a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I maybe. Mean, <laughs> I was just, I'm just asking. I asked the question initially because I'm just curious, but it, I'm not saying that she did a good job. She could very well just be a shitty bitchy <laughs> therapist. What makes her so new You're paying agey? money. Yeah, do something that makes you feel good. New agey? Yeah, what makes her so new agey compared to like your traditional... Oh, did I say that she was new agey? I thought she... Uh, did you not say that this is like a new age therapist? No. No, no oh. I said she was a new... Th- a new... Oh, a new, her, new, yeah, no. new age. No, she's so actually not... She's not head, new she... agey at all. Like I've had therapists who are super new agey and I kind of like that even yeah. though I, I don't... I don't know that I like truly believe that Oliver's on the other side, sending Daniel and me a baby. But I love the idea that he might be. (laughs) Like that, that whole like new agey stuff actually works for me at times because I feel like the message of the new agey stuff is everything is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like the universe is okay. You are okay in it. You're just kind of going through a tough time Um, versus like there's zero new agey. She does not have a crystal. <laughs> Not one crystal? Let alone a poster of Gaia or any sort of plug-in tiny waterfall. <laughs> Nothing ripples in there. All right. And then thank you guys for uh, for letting me talk about that. Now, I, do- I jotted this down earlier because I have a question for you, Matt. So yes. I happened to get here earlier today than I normally do. And uh, you were sending some e- – Adam was emailing t- – was dictating emails to you yes. and you were sending them. And I wanted to know when you do that, how do you handle punctuation? I type it like I type my own emails. And most people then question who wrote that email. <laughs> I can tell. I, yeah, but there's – listen, I my job is to communicate whatever Adam is saying. He, the, the reason why he's having me type it is because if he were to type it, it would look like that. I am a very, very fast and accurate typer, so I just I – just, as fast as he's talking, I just type it out. I don't want to, you know, make the mistakes. I guess he's I only could lowercase. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have sometimes. It depends, actually, now the more I think about it, it depends on the content of the message. If we're just firing off, like, a quick email to, to Jimmy or something, then it would just – I probably wouldn't pay as close attention. But if I, he's dictating 
like a letter to one of his car guys or something, and it's like four paragraphs long about what the race is going to be like. I don't want to be held accountable for any miscommunication. Right. So, that makes sense. Yeah. All this talk of email makes me hungry. Mm. <laughs> but also the talk of bread earlier. Uh, <laughs> I would love... <laughs> I would love some free snacks, and I bet you guys, my listeners, would also love free snacks. And I'm going to give you the chance to get free snacks. Free, natural, delicious snacks from naturebox.com. They've got zero artificial ingredients, zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup. Uh, Just some examples of some of the delicious things they have. Peanut butter nom noms, baked sweet potato fries, dark cocoa almonds. Um, I want to give you guys the chance to try Naturebox for free with a sampler box featuring five of their most popular snacks free snacks. To start your trial, go to naturebox.com slash Allison. Again, that is naturebox.com slash Allison to get a free sampler box of delicious snacks. You're welcome. Okay. All these emails make me hungry. (laughs) All all this email talk makes me hungry. Do we have an iTunes comment of the week? Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week is titled, You Guys Made Studying Less Painful, and it's from Browncoat5871. While the multitude of podcasts I listen to, with, with the multitude of podcasts I listen to and the limited amount of time I have, I'm sad to say that I didn't actually give your show a chance until late last spring. But as I studied for finals, I needed something that I could half focus on while reworking and trying to grasp such fun subjects as chemical quantum mechanics, which I'm sure most people know is a breeze. Since I enjoy your voice, I picked your show and was happy with what I heard. The interviews are long form, which is something I missed from the early days of Adam's show, and the Thursday shows are more, en- more enjoyable than some of the conversations I have with my friends, which means I now need new friends. <laughs> I decided to write in when I heard you and Jenna talk about the Grand Hall commercial that has been playing for God knows how long here in New York. Glad that you have made it into my podcast lineup. Well, thank you so much for your very nice comment. We appreciate it. If you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, uh, send us a comment. Nice one. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. Okay. Let's see what to do. Well, maybe we should pull something out of a hat. And I'll pull this out of the hat, this email that I have in front of me. But let's um, – It's has a huge hat. <laughs> it's a gigantic <laughs> it hat. It goes through the, the wall and you can – and I can't see it. If you filled it with water, Chris would get inside and eat ice cream. It'd be, yeah. It's a multi-room. It's a, it's a three-room hat. Mm. <laughs> I'd do it um, in any hat. So we have Jason Dix sent in an animation, uh, which features Oliver, and I think Oliver can live on an animation. That's what I decided. So it's very sweet, and it's cute, and we will watch it, and I'll link to it. Did he, I think he released a screen. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We asked for topics, and you sent them in. It's the Topic. Topic Sombrero Now pick a topic And let's begin It's the Topic Sombrero It's fantastic Very that nice That is work I love that And also shout out to Trap Dog Who did the music Yes, amazing. amazing. And Barry Manilow, oh, okay. who it's, also did the music. It's exactly he, what did I... Did write pi- the song? Copacabana? Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, look. I was just going to say, that's exactly what I had in my mind every time I just heard the song before I'd seen that video, and now there's no way to not see that video. I know. So thank you, Great Jason job. Dix. Fantastic. Very awesome. Great job. All right. So um, a guy emailed me... It was written by Manilow. Good call. All right. Nice. Shout Sorry out to Barry off. Manilow as well. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Manilow, Trap Dog, <laughs> and Jason. Barry <laughs> 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 Manilow. Um, so a guy wrote in because his brother needs a kidney donor, uh, or he's looking for a kidney donor for his brother. And I never like this is not the the kind. Well, it's not like I get a thousand people writing in saying this stuff, but oftentimes you'll see stuff like this on Twitter or whatever. And I, um, but for, so this just hit me at the right time. Uh, so I feel like. Let's, what the hell? Let's see if we can help this guy. Um, so his brother, Nick, is 34. He's lived with his condition for five years. And uh, he has been on the donor list for the past five years and hasn't had any luck or response. The condition he has is IgA nephropathy or Berger's disease. It's an autoimmune disorder that occurs when immunoglobulin, immunoglob, immunoglobulin lodges in the kidneys. Um, so... 
they've asked everyone in their family and close friends to be donors, but no, none have been a match. So in order for the donor to be compatible, you'd have to have uh, blood type O, negative or positive. And also, let's see, um, you have to have uh, no drug use, no kidney stones, non-smoker, no signs of high blood pressure, not overweight. So... If someone Sorry, wants not to be, gonna a, be able to help you. If guys. someone wants to be a hero, you have two kidneys, you only need one. You would be saving someone's life. So anyone out there who's like, I feel like saving someone's life by saying goodbye to my kidney. There's a guy named Nick in Indianapolis who could really benefit from your kidney. So a little more about him. Recently the number of hours Nick has had to stay hooked to his dialysis machine dialysis machine has increased due to the fact that his body is not filtering out the toxins in his body properly, which is causing him to feel overly exhausted. He was at the point of falling asleep quite frequently, even while driving. In high school and college, Nick was a vivid, parentheses, semi-professional soccer player. He was coaching a peewee soccer team when he was officially diagnosed. Uh, A little more about him. He's an avid poker player, but can't take trips like most individuals because of the planning and logistics involved. His dialysis machine has to be shipped and all the medications and fluids which accompany it have to be shipped. Um, Their father was hospitalized unexpectedly in the last few months, and Nick couldn't stay even stay long enough to see their dad into surgery because he lacked the necessary materials to complete his life-sustaining dialysis. Uh, Nick loves food and enjoys cooking. He has to keep a strict diet as his body cannot handle many vitamins and minerals. Eating a banana could be life-threatening to him because of the massive amounts of potassium that would be put into his body. I would like my brother to be able to enjoy the things he loves to the fullest and not how he currently experiences things in moderation and without bananas. Uh, So if you would like to reach out to them, if this is something that appeals to you, if you want to be a hero to someone uh the guy's name is nick west and his you can reach him at nick needs a kidney at gmail.com so again that's nick needs a kidney at gmail.com okay moving on um do we have anything else in the hat um yeah we do but you'd have to give me a second here we uh did a purging of this room and a bunch of stuff got thrown away without everyone being consulted uh, okay. Who purged? Doesn't matter. So this is from uh, <laughs> Anon Fan. Actually, is the uh, is the name on the email. It says, "Hey guys, love the show and love you all. You keep me from feeling too lonely when I spend the days working in my home office job, and I can't even begin to describe how your individuality, sorry, how your individually awesome personalities have helped me get through each week." Hey Jenna, shout out from your random fan in Utah County. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's hear, let's hear this shit out, though. Sometimes when I go to the store, I have to buy just a few things and end up feeling weird about the combination of items I'm placing on the conveyor belt. What up, cashier? I just need a few bananas, this pack of latex gloves, and some cool <laughs> It's not as weird as we're making it out, right? We've all been there one way or another. My question is, what do you guys think is the weirdest possible combinations of item a person could buy at a grocery store in a single visit? What combo would make you utterly embarrassed to the point of putting off purchasing one of those items at a later date? Let's hear it. Anything for your butt or your badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I used to Which be always – tampons used to make me uncomfortable buying them, but now I'm fine with that. But, like, I probably couldn't buy condoms. I mean, I could, but I'd be uncomfortable buying condoms. I will say that <clears> – <throat> excuse me – that <laughs> the most awkward uh, experience in this that I've ever had was buying flowers, condoms, and garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> and – if I remember correctly, they weren't even condoms for me. I went to go get the other two things, and my roommate at the time had asked me to pick those up while I was out, and I was just doing them a solid. That's nice of you. Well, listen, not that I use condoms, of course, but I'm just saying that I was doing that for a friend. But as it was going down, I just thought, wow, this just looks like the worst date. Like, this could not <laughs> right. go well. Um, but, yeah, I would agree. Any any uh, button badge products. Yep. <laughs> It's always awkward. In fact, I had a friend. You remember Corinne, my friend mm-hmm. in New York. She, we went to CVS because she wanted to buy Preparation H. And I was like, you know what? Because she was like, very nonchalant about it because she she'd heard it's good for like under eye circles yeah, or something like that. But circles. she had no idea there's a whole other meaning or there's a whole other purpose for it. Hence, I think if she knew, she wouldn't have been so like, oh, I'm just going to pick up this and, you know pack of cigarettes and some gum or whatever she else she was getting chris anyone else with their embarrassing I, i'm trying to think items? if i've ever had i mean i well, know i felt awkward that's not really what the question was he wants to know what you think like the worst combination would be okay i think toilet paper 
And I think it's I think for me it's lube in any kind of phallic like Yes. Yeah. You're right. Anything. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just no. Oh. That's good. Lube is a pretty embarrassing thing to buy. Yeah. That yeah. that and toilet paper would push anything over the edge. <laughs> toilet paper I feel that's pretty common. But if it's common. like a gigantic pack of toilet paper. Oh, yeah. and depends. <laughs> Adding depends to something. All of this, all those straightforward, embarrassing things. But I think you're right. If we're going creative, it'd be something phallic shaped and lube. Yep, I agree. Ugh. Final answer. Final right. answer. You know, you've got a lot of fans in Utah because not That's just great. this guy. I was doing radio in Salt Lake, and I would get like texts in from people who listen to your show. And then also, I was so on Friday night. They let fans come in and watch while we're doing the show. And this guy came in, and he walked in, and he stared at me. And he just stood there for like a good five seconds and he goes, you're Jenna from Allison's podcast. Aww. I love your show. So Aww. pretty exciting. That's so yeah. hello, Utah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's oh. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We got to we gotta go on tour. We do. Oh, my gosh. That would be so fun. Bobo tour. <laughs> probably not going to call it that. No, but that'd be fun. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I on something I have thought or done Is it just me or everyone? First, I want to talk about uh, Hulu Plus. You guys know Hulu. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch shows on your schedule. They have all the current season episodes of your favorite shows, like Daily Show with Jon Stewart, where Jenna used to work <laughs> once upon a time. I got to get back into Once Upon a Time because they're bringing in a character from Frozen, which is uh, you know one of my favorite musicals. So you think you can dance, etc. And every episode of shows like Cosby Show, Kitchen Nightmares, Ugly Betty, I could go on. They have so many shows, and you also get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the second season of East Los High, last summer's breakout Summer Sizzler, full of love, sex, and betrayal. Season one is now streaming. That's your favorite kind of show, Gary. Is that yeah, why you were nodding is. when I stumbled over the name? No. Love, sex, and betrayal. I love those things. <laughs> those, those are central to Scandal and Revenge, all the shows that have your heart. There and you I feel like you should watch East Los High. Uh, Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or tap it on the train at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. I like to watch when I'm waiting in line somewhere and I feel like life is just passing me by. And then all of a sudden I get engrossed in a show and then I don't even mind having to wait. Uh, with Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream thousands of shows as much as you want, wherever you want. For only $7.99 a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. Right now I'm offering you guys a special two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison. HuluPlus.com slash Allison. It's a whole week extra free. So make sure to go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison to get an extended free trial. And then they'll know that we sent you. And then they'll love me. Okay. Just mirror everyone. Andrew says, is it just me or everyone to listen and change my voice message a hundred times before letting it go to the recipient's voicemail? I don't do that. I, when I do my outgoing voicemail, I do it over and over. But I don't actually listen. I don't listen to it before I let it go. I'm not sure I understand what this guy's saying. I'm trying Oftentimes, to figure it out. You can, yeah. You hit like pound or something when you're leaving a message and it'll, like if you are ready to send your message, press one. To listen, like press right. two. You, listen you can redo your, it. Yeah. You can revise it. Wow. What's done is done. Oh, yeah. I say you left the voicemail. Let's go. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. There's got to be better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Perez says, just me or everyone, when marathon watching a series for days in on end with accents, my thoughts are in that dialect, <laughs> like Sopranos or Downton Abbey. Oh, I, I know what you mean. When I imagine yes. the character saying something, then, my, then I do think of it in that accent. Um, Ed Morris says, just me or everyone, I take my T-shirt. Oh, <gasps> Crazy. We were just talking about this. Yep. I take my T-shirts off by pulling the back of the shirt over my head. I think guys pull back to front and gals lift up. Well, you're going to have to listen to last week's episode because we oh, canvassed. I totally this. covered I this. Gals lift up. No. <laughs> Tony DeCoste says, sometimes I see pics from a party and think that looks like it was fun and then realize I was there and didn't have fun at all. It's just me or everyone. Uh, that's all that, of us. That's so often. <laughs> uh, I know. Laura Broder says, I wish I had a reason to relate to angsty lyrics. Currently, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Um, you should be glad you can't yeah, relate. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like. It's not fun. <laughs> For me, it's like, I actually think sometimes the really sad stuff just puts me in, like it 
takes me into the angst, even though I have no reason for it. Right. So sometimes I don't, I can't listen to sad music because it will actually make me feel sad for no reason. Have you ever had that experience where, and I'm trying to think of a specific one right now, but like you've listened to a song and you don't really know all the lyrics yet, but just sonically, like you love the song and then you actually start to listen to the song and you realize it is such a depressing uh, song. Like yes. the words are just not at all what you thought they were. Well, uh, Beyond the Sea, you know that song? Sure. Somewhere. Yeah, so Daniel and I were going to have our first dance to that song. Then we then we like listen to the lyrics and I looked it up and it's about someone's young lover dying <laughs> like <laughs> waiting oh, for yeah. him beyond no. the sea so we, we decided wow. not to think do that. Uh, good call. <laughs> but that Foster good the call. People song pumped up kicks. Like yes, a, I did. Like, I only just recently pretty peppy tune, but yeah, the lyrics are like about like a shooting or something. Oh. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I know what you mean though about the music putting you in a mood. Like when this podcast first started, because I remember talking about it with Mark Maron, which who was one of the very early episodes, and I think it came up very as, early. Yeah, as well. What song is it? Need You Now by Lady Antebellum. Mm-hmm. That kept coming on at the grocery store that I would go to. And I would burst into tears. And I, I was dating Daniel at the time. And I think it was like we hadn't been together for that long. And I was lying in bed with him thinking of the song. And then I burst into tears. Uh, I don't know what was wrong with me. So for some reason, that song was just like triggering the tears. Because I'm drama. Yeah. <laughs> I was... I, um, I was watching this guy play guitar. It, it was a show. And... After like his third song, he's like, "All right, who wants to hear a sad one?" No and one. No, of course, yeah. nobody says anything. It's like, why what would if- you ask that? <laughs> who says that? Who wants to hear a sad one? There's just one girl in the front. <laughs> Me. I just love it. Wants to hear a sad one. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to remember all my problems. Yeah, he still played it. There was like collectively probably ten, ten people sitting around. When yeah, he said that Caleb too. was yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Edward Messer says, "I try to." Uh oh, this is happening again. No. Oh, no. I try, I try to eke out the last little bit of life from my highlighter, throwing it away far after its useful life is done. I There's a few highlighters in the rotation currently, which are just very – it's like a faint hint of yellow that they leave on the paper. And I think to myself, why don't I just throw these out? Yeah. I don't know why I don't. It's like a toothpaste. You're like trying to squeeze out that yeah. last bit. Yeah, because I don't want to – I don't find myself in places where they sell highlighters very often. Although they probably sell them at the grocery store. Yeah. I'm lying. I need to just step up my highlighter game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but who who really walks down the school supply aisle at the? No, at that's the always right. the that aisle. That rando the aisle. I like that yeah. aisle, but you never need anything in that aisle, so I'm not going to cruise down it because I do like it. And there's too many fucking knickknacks and bullshit yes. that I'll buy, and I'll just decide like, ooh, three I pads need, of paper. I need 250 <laughs> push pins because yeah, sure. Or it's yes. like some random like you know. To, to folder. They're like, I need this folder. It looks great. Yeah. It's like, Do you have any what idea are you using a folder? I would be yeah. so much more organized if I had this folder. Like, oh, yeah. I've been burned so many times <laughs> totally. by things that are supposed to get me organized, and then I like never do anything no. with them. The entire container store, yes. pretty much. I just, yeah. uh, I just got a highlighter with the like little post-it tabs you could pull out of it. That's neat. It was, yeah, it's the have coolest thing ever. It? Oh yeah. So just uh, heads up <laughs> oh. if you guys see that. I've had we have those. I have one here. Yep. Yeah, they're great. It's the little you're talking about the little like tab things. Like it's not really a post-it, you can, like, bookmark but like a, pages and things. Yeah, yeah. Like a little. And it comes. It's in the highlighter. Here, oh give yeah, give me my highlighter, Kaylin. I need this. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just so, built into the pen cap. Up. Oh. You guys do a lot of bookmarking and highlighting. Don't do a lot of that. It must have been moved in the purge, okay. but I assure you, I have one. It's really cool. <laughs> I'm so curious who purged. I like how you guys later. call it the purge because I just think of that horror movie that came out last year. <laughs> That's why I've been saying it. Yeah. 24 hours with no loss. Anything goes. <laughs> Highlighters will be taken. <laughs> Adam Hilliker says, I closed the toilet seat before getting into the shower. I'm afraid of falling out of the tub and into the toilet head first. <laughs> Is he a cartoon character? I know. <laughs> I closed the toilet seat. When I'm trimming my beard, which I do in the shower, because I'm afraid that the cord will, like, somehow drop in and that'll be, like, the end of, you know, my life. Yeah. (laughs) I close the toilet in general, yeah, because I'm afraid of dropping things, precious things into it, like Mm -hmm. tweezers or whatever. Yeah. I like the toilet seat closed, but, you know, most places, like, when people are presenting their bathroom upon me, like, in in the best way possible, they, they usually keep it open, right? Interesting. Isn't that like the usual way? How like, is the toilet regularly presented? I like it closed. I don't know closed, what you're but, talking about. But like when I go to parties and stuff, like <laughs> uh-huh. the, the seat's always open. Like they, like when they're – It's like more inviting that house. way, Yeah, I, I think so. Or someone <laughs> just has used it. 
No, no. I'm usually the first one. Well, why not? <laughs> Chris is that guy who shows up 45 minutes early to do like an inspection and Check hit all the food. Yeah. Uh, dances by himself in the corner for a while. Just you know. Oh, he doesn't do it in I'll the corner. It. It's right in started. the middle of the room. <laughs> huh. Well, I mean, why have a lid if you're not going to put it down? Sometimes I say. That's that's a great point. I, my mind, I'm like, Thank I you. just always make sure that the sit down part is down because I was raised that way to never leave the toilet seat up. But I'd never go out of my way to close the top lid or anything. Is the top lid, is it supposed to be? I mean, is that the etiquette that they I would teach you question. at etiquette school? That's what I'm that's asking. That's what Chris yeah. is asking. Yeah. I, I would imagine it is. That it should be open? I think. it's closed. I would think it should be closed, too. I yeah. think if you have a, like, one, like a cover, like a nice uh, little fuzzy cover on top, then yeah, <laughs> close a it. carpet? Yeah, carpet cover. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... That's I mean, a lot of them, the carpet just reminded me, a lot of them, you can't even, even, you can't even uh, put the lid all the way up because the carpet's so thick that it will just fall down. So that makes me think that maybe that is its natural state. Oh, but have you ever sat on that carpet bare butt? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. No, but a bunch of your friends just cursed in their cars <laughs> yeah. listening to this. Allison's oh, face was Lord. really grossed out, too. <laughs> you know, I've lived in two different apartments where the tank wasn't visible. It was in the wall. It had a very industrial feeling to it. I don't know if that's that. an old-fashioned yeah, thing. That sounds like a prison toilet. <laughs> yeah. The pool chain? For the, the flusher? No, that's it was a, a regular... Question. Yeah, that was is a good it, question. Was it just on the wall? Yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it was a weird... It was like a little handle that came out of the wall. The place that you saw, the place I lived in Hollywood. The cutest place that ever. That place had... Yep. Really? Yep. It was a really old place. That place, uh, for the listeners, that place, the last word I would use to describe that place is industrial. Right. I, I believe you that the toilet was, but that place was like, it was like a little, I think I described it as like somewhere Gandalf would live. Yeah, it was like a little hobbit house. It, it was, was super awesome. cute. It was really cute. And like the Hollywood Hills, it, wow. That's yeah. really, really Gan- weird. Was but not, I mean, it was the I've toilet never seen was... such a thing. I've never seen that in real life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I had to. Well, you've seen it in a public restroom, though. Uh, yeah. Public restrooms are like that. I yeah. mean, it was a porcelain toilet bowl. It wasn't like a, I right. mean, it wasn't like a um, train toilet or something like that. So what were you backing up against? Were you like leaning the against wall. the wall? Yeah. Huh. I don't Weird. think I ever leaned back that far, but I'm trying to, God. Do you sit, so you would, know. you would sit back like if, if you used it because it's on the wall. No, I just sit there. Yeah. Okay. No, you can't. So there's as like a no woman, difference then. There's no difference. No, there's no difference. It just looks weird. <laughs> you can't Stream listen. As a back. woman, you can't sit back too far, or else then you arc over the toilet bowl, yeah, and it's then a you're whole in mess. trouble. Hello. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris Smillich says, "If I listen to music on the radio, hate the DJ talking over the intro to the songs. I want to punch he or she in the balls." I like. <laughs> I get where this guy's coming from. When I was a kid, I, I never understood how. The DJ would always manage to stop talking right before the lyrics came yeah. in. Yeah. That well, always also, blew my mind. I shouldn't have like a ticker or something yeah. in front of him. Also, it ruined them. all like the mixtapes that you yeah. were trying to make from the radio to your tape. Ugh. I get it. It's annoying. Now, are you talking about the ones that you'd record by having by just pressing record on your cassette with the radio going? Or are you talking oh, yeah. the way I used to do it? in the dark ages where you take your boombox and you like face it towards whatever's <laughs> playing and record it that way. Both. Cause Kaylin. those were not good recordings. Either way, the DJ fucks it up. <laughs> Kaylin, have you ever seen this done? No, not at all. You guys are speaking a foreign language. <gasps> Did you even use cassette tapes ever? Nope. Wow. Oh my really? word. Never. That's what I'm saying. Wow. It's so not a big chasm. Like it's only like seven years between him and I, and he doesn't like, yeah, I had mixtapes all the time. Like what the fuck? That's crazy. You know, when we first learned of CDs, you couldn't record on them. Oh, absolutely. Wow. There was no, there was no, there was no, you guys are old. There was no fancy, like, I'm going to pick which songs from different artists to put on a CD. You just had to go buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Just the whole thing. There was no such thing as getting just a track unless you just bought a single, but then it always had a B side. Well, how about this? I couldn't steal music as a kid. It sucks for you. The only way you could steal it as a kid was to literally was steal to something shop from the store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And finally, Bonzer says, when I see clearance items placed outside of a store for display, I suspect the store wants people to steal the old inventory. Just me or everyone. Oh, I've never thought that. But maybe 
that they're like intentionally what? putting yeah. it like, please get rid of right. this. I, don't I think like so. a store that encourages so. you to steal. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that exists though. Yeah, probably not. So why do they put it out front though, just to draw they, you in? Yeah, just draw be you like, in. Look, it's cheap. It. Great prices. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for your wonderful just me or everyone's. Keep tweeting those to us at ARIYNBF. Um, if you're gonna buy something on Amazon, perhaps. A banana or toilet paper or any of the items we mentioned earlier. Click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show immensely. So thank you so much. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson and much of the Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Um, anyone else have anything they want to bring up? I feel like I it's just steamrolled. <gasps> rolled the, it is? Well, it was. was. Oh, yep. happy birthday. Thanks. Thank you very much. You did it. 30. I turned 30. That's right. Wow. How do you feel? I feel good. And actually, it's a great time to ask me because I can also plug my podcast. Oh, good. There will be our 30s. It really? I don't know about this episode. Gary Smith it? is on it with Woo-hoo! me. Gary's and, not 30. Uh, yeah, we shared our thoughts on turning 30 because Gary's is not too far off. Matt, and, was, uh, Matt was just trying to feel better about it. He, yeah, was trying exactly. to make, he was trying to convert me to 30. He wasn't 30 at the time we recorded it either. It was a couple days before. He was but, trying to draw me in. But yeah, it's, uh, it was a great weekend. Actually, I had a lot of fun with my family and friends. And uh, yeah, therewillbesports.com if you want to hear all about my thoughts on turning 30. Perfect. All right. Anyone else have any last things or should we just... Should we just wrap this thing up? I went to a festival, and I texted you that bowling picture. Oh yes, yeah, but the um the thing where you get the bowling ball to go over the first hump, yeah, but not one. over the second one. Allison always tries to describe that to people, it's and nobody like knows. Roller, what is it? Roller bowler, bowler roller. There's a name. Know. Even Adam hadn't heard of it, and he's heard of everything. Yeah, but I love that game. Well, it's like yes. a carnivals, right? You yeah. see the fairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I did that because like I love midway games. I love all all those games that are rigged. And um and I don't know why, but I always have to keep playing until I win, and I, I waste a lot of money winning really cheap stuffed animals. Um, but I want I want a goldfish, actually. Oh, two. God, that takes me back to the day when that's what you could win at a fair. Yeah, from getting. And I had no idea uh, what to do with it. You mm-hmm. won responsibility. I remember that. That yeah. was. It was really weird. And while I was playing, like some guy walks up with a goldfish and he's like, I found this on the ground. Like, so we just left like a goldfish on the ground. Like nobody cares anymore. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what that the lifespan of those things are. And, I, and like um, I went Not with uh, two of my other friends and one of my friends, she said that they're like, you have to put the, the bag in water. Yes. And like I didn't oh, know yeah. any of that stuff. So um, but anyways, you, equalize the you have a goldfish you, So you have it still? I had, I had goldfish. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they already died? Yeah. Well, I didn't keep them because I, I knew I'd get attached and I'm never home. So I, I left them. I left them at so my friend's them. house. Well, to, to a loving family and they okay. fed, they fed them and everything. And I just found out today that they, they have all died. Wow. Maybe, yeah. maybe they were old. Yeah. <laughs> old fish. Old but gold, yeah, gold. so it's just like, yeah. uh, do, do you get gold? Why why do you people get goldfish? They just, they, just, they just break your heart. I had one that jumped out of the bowl and landed on the stove. Oh, <laughs> while it was God. on, he cooked himself. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't that all horrible? Did you, I, did you eat it when it was? No, I didn't eat no. it. Maybe you would have wanted that way. I was <laughs> committing suicide. Yeah, he was sacrificing himself. But yeah, oh, so that's sad. Goldfish. I don't. I don't understand it. Like. I mean, I know they're. Just were they good. fancy goldfish or were they like just the feeder goldfish? They were. I don't know. They're real small. Yeah, like, plain I don't looking. Know. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're pretty plain looking. Wow, it's disrespectful. Yeah, I know. Talk. I felt Come weird on, saying it. But Did you name them? Did they name them? Kobe, Magic, and Shaq. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like maybe you need to go get another goldfish because I feel like I feel, you're not home. I mean, we bought like hyena. all the food get and everything. Beta. Betas live a long time. Yeah. Those are nice. Don't mm-hmm. get two and put them together, though. They're no. fighting fish. Yeah, yeah I, I know the rules. Uh, <laughs> whoa, bro. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Chris just threw you both some shade right there. Yeah, oh, I know. Excuse me. I didn't, I didn't mean it. Um, Sensitive about no, no, fish. No, no. I respect women. No. <laughs> what was this festival you went to where they have fish in it was, this game? It was, um, it was at a church. Like uh, The church throws this festival every uh, every year for What's the weekend. F- what? What is a festival? Is this a carnival? It's like a carnival, but I think it's smaller, and it doesn't travel. When like I think of festival, I think of Coachella. Was oh, man, that was a much smaller, smaller scale than Coachella. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, but like a bunch of Catholic churches in. Is it was it in, in Burbank? It. No, it was in. This was in Lakewood. Hmm. Was there music? There was music. All right, be yeah. festival then. <laughs> How much music? It was oh, it was a little kid band playing uh playing Aww. covers. Like they played like Lincoln Park and stuff. It was funny. It was they're good. It's it's cute watching little kids play in a band. What do they do with all the fish at the end of the day? I wonder. I, I they don't. Must have a tank somewhere. I have no yeah. idea. I hope. I hope. I, I hope that too. But I mean, they're yeah, they're just all in plastic bags, and they just give you a bag with a living creature in it. Do you remember it? I don't know how many magic shows you guys went to as children, but oftentimes the magician would give a kid in the audience a bunny. I think they had to get permission <gasps> from their parents, but no like the way. kid who pulled the bunny out of a hat would end up. We get to go home with that bunny. Wow! Wow! Really? Wait, People Chris. were so cavalier with animals and giving how, them around back then. Yeah. How many time did you win three goldfish at once, or did you keep winning goldfish? Good question. Um, I won two goldfish. It was a game where you throw ping pong balls in like these really tiny fish bowls that had just you know a, a little opening. The ones that are floating around and look like lilies. No, no, they were, they were, they were still, but they were, um, but they were small. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so you just throw these ping pong balls, and uh, yeah, I won two, and uh, one of my friends won one, and so that's three. So yeah, you bet. It's like a dollar for like eleven balls. These fish didn't even make it five days. I know. It's so I'm not sad. happy about it. And we, we fed them, got food, got them the water, the little drops, everything. Were they in a fish bowl? Uh, I think – no, I think they were just like in a regular uh, – I mean it was like a glass casing, but I don't think it was an actual fish bowl. Like so. a vase? Like a vase. That's exactly <laughs> – <laughs> No, because we, we, we didn't want to use a vase because I, I heard like the surface area of like oh, the right. water on top the needs oxygen, to be bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So just a big bowl. Yeah. That seems like it should be okay though. Yeah, yeah they, if they have the water good. in the drops. You, you'd think so. You'd I don't think know what so. the drops are. Is this some water purifying thing? I, I don't know what they do, but I, I just knew we had to get them. Yeah. Yeah. You went to a, a fish store? Pet uh, store? Yeah. Oh, this is sad. Where Sorry. you go in the back and it's all dark and yeah. weird and you feel like uh, a I snake's going to bite your foot. That's how I was. I, lo- I mean, there's just places <laughs> in Long like called Strictly mm. Fish that, that's real fun to go into. And yeah, you see all like the reptiles and the, and the fish. But um, I actually didn't go to the store. My friend did. She went and got it, but... I, uh, well, uh, you know, I, I, well, I'm sorry for base. your loss. Thank I've you. been there. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. in the show on a better. good note, Chris. Thanks. Huh? I, in the show I don't know. I'm not, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Hey, I'm he's not. grieving. <laughs> this is why I didn't want it. <laughs> why I didn't want it. They were better off on the streets. <laughs> All right. So Chris, uh, where should we go for you? Uh, nowhere. I'm fine. No, actually. He'll be at the pet store. Yeah. <laughs> searching. <laughs> Uh, I was on. I mentioned it last week, but a lot. Of, it got a pretty good response. I'll just say it again. I was on Dawson's podcast, and I played some songs called "Front of House." So, if, you know, if you have nothing to listen to after this, check it out. Alrighty then, and Jenna, um, keep keep tweeting the audition out, sharing it with people, enjoy it. I'm hoping to have more of an update next time we meet together. So, thank you all. Woo. So good, JKJ4AFB. <laughs> And did I already say my – did I already do mine? Yeah. I already said you can follow me on Twitter or whatever and all that. No. Uh, oh. Um. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. <laughs> follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can email us A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCrolla.com. Hey, if you want to donate a kidney to our listener's brother, it's NickNeedsAKidney at gmail.com. Uh, remember, you have to have type O blood and all that. Um, you could just email and just find out what, what all is involved, et cetera. You'd be a hero. Um, for Gary – at G. Patrick Smith. Mays already, have already said that. I'm a little discombobulated right now. And Kaylin. Uh, yeah, don't worry about me. Mm, never do. It's a lie. <laughs> I know. That was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! And a shout out to the Monday episode of this show featuring a guest who was a regular at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf that Kaylin used to work at. So there's Very been a true. lot, a crazy influx of guests who know Kaylin from the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, and he knows their drink orders. It's impressive. <laughs> wow. He took pride in yep. his work. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's how I, when I, when I would, um, when I was a server, yeah, I would memorize, I would recognize people by what they ordered, or like I would know them by what they ordered, and rarely their face. Know, he weird. knew both, I think. Yeah, he's he's a better man than me. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Thank you guys for being on the show. And uh, here it comes again. I love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
show Now that the show's over, don't forget to go to naturebox.com and sign up to get your free sampler box of great tasting healthy snacks. Forget the vending machine and start snacking smarter with delicious treats like barbecue kettle kernels. Go to naturebox.com slash allison. That's naturebox.com slash allison.